show you how. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Build Your Own Funnel, the podcast where we inbound marketers teach modelers how to build your own inbound marketing and sales funnel. On this podcast, we are never shy about diving into the weeds and giving concrete examples of campaigns that we've seen and run that have worked, boosting sales for remodelers like yourself. I'm your co-host, Malachi Price, Builder Funnel's inbound marketing consultant, and today I'm joined by Builder Funnel president and co-host, Danielle Russell, and our junior marketing consultant and DJ, Matt Ehrlich. Today, we have another special guest, um, another one of Builder Funnel's marketing consultants, Ricky First, is here to talk to us about um, in the spirit of Halloween, even though it is long past uh, horror stories. So, Ricky, what is it exactly that you do at Builder Funnel? Yeah, so prior to actually engaging in a blueprint or strategy plan with us, and you have questions about what we do and what services we offer, I help guide through that process, answer any questions, and then decide what makes the most sense moving forward in terms of your marketing needs. Okay, excellent. And there's there's a reason why we chose you in particular for this podcast episode. And it's because unlike the other people at Builder Funnel, you see you talk to so many different remodelers and custom home builders that you actually see more marketing horror stories than any of us probably combined at this point. I want to talk about some of the most interesting uh, horror stories that you've seen in the marketing. And that's so that people who are listening to this podcast can learn from other people's mistakes and not make the same ones. Um, let's start by just talking about generally the kinds of big mistakes that you see most often. And then I want to get into more specific stories. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I guess right off the bat, I would say roughly 20% of all of the calls that I get on, I go to the website and I have no idea where they are, whether that's city, state, maybe there's even no phone number to check an area code. I am just absolutely clueless in terms of where are they, where they work. Um, you know, some of the other more common ones are you have no idea what they do, right? Like it's just so-and-so builder, so-and-so remodeler. And it's like, okay, do you use it additions, is it kitchens? Like what's the specialty? Or there's everything from like waterproofing basements to kitchens, baths, basements, uh, roofing, siding, gutters, windows. What is the specialty? Like how, why should I be calling you and not the best window installer or the, someone to build a deck, right? Like why should you, or why do you stand out as, as the best? And that's pretty much the most common. Right. When Whenever we do audits of websites for remodelers and builders, we're looking to answer uh, the who, what, when, where, why, and how of just like what your company is. And huh? um, as you're saying, sometimes you're not even, even able to answer the most basic of those questions. Um, and I would encourage anyone listening to this to take a look at their website, maybe pause the episode, go take a look or do it after listening to this episode. Can you answer those questions? Pretend that you are someone who doesn't work at your company. Do you know everything you need to know about your company? Um, odds are you're missing one or two things. But Ricky, let's talk about some specific stories. Um, I want to hear the really juicy, cringy stuff. You know, just the cream of the crop of your experience so far at Builder Funnel. 
what are the most horrifying marketing stories you have heard? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there are a few for sure. Um, starting off with actually the first, uh, first real horror story that uh, I heard firsthand was from someone that was actually engaged with a marketing agency. And in uncovering some of the things that they were doing, they're like, yeah, we're, we're, we've been working with someone and we just feel like we're not getting the results that we need. Okay, sweet. How much are you investing on a monthly basis? Uh, and they were investing at the time $2,000 a month. And that was in their head there. That was going directly to, uh, to ads. Maybe there's some management fee in there, but they're investing in ads, right? And uh, they'd been doing that for about six months. And when we went to go take a look at their Google Analytics, they had no traffic from paid sources. So over that six-month time period, over $12,000 had been invested up until that point. And they had gotten not even one visitor, let alone any sort of clients or projects or actually revenue from that investment. And they had no idea. And so they weren't getting any reporting. There's no tracking. You know, maybe you're getting some information on um, just overall visitors, but it has nothing to do with what they're actually investing in uh, at $2,000 a month, which is a significant investment in terms of ads. Wait, so they had no idea, like you were the person to deliver the message to them that they had been spending yep. $2,000 a month and it was going down the toilet the entire time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And like, unfortunately, right, like you hear, or I hear a lot of like, oh, we work with a, an SEO company and they do oh. XYZ that has nothing to do with SEO. Like they, I work with an SEO company, they manage my ads or they manage my website. And uh, they really, I mean, they just gatekeep information. Like we were able to uncover that in less than a minute, right? So uh, it's unfortunate, but it is something that I've seen. Honestly, I cringe just whenever I hear the term SEO company because I never right. think of SEO as being an isolated thing. Like content is SEO, user experience is SEO, et cetera, et cetera. Like what does SEO mean if not also everything else? But I digress. I'm preaching to the choir here. Um, that person on that call that you showed that to, did, did, did they like, did they, did they freak out? <laughs> because I would have, I would have probably hung up and called the other guys and started a lawsuit or something. Yeah, they did. So they did drop them. Uh, we actually ended up taking a look at their contract to get them out of their, I forget if it was six months or another six months or whatever that time frame was that they had already committed to. We were able to help get them through. And it was more just like, at that point for the size that they were at, that was really all that they could afford. So it was more, they were coming to us because they were in urgent need of help. And uh, I mean, really, it was just a matter of recouping and getting on their feet again from all that lost money that they had invested into uh, someone that wasn't doing anything. And it was Actually, everything they could afford. Sorry. Yeah. Danny, I had ahead. the opportunity to uh, watch this call for one of my random call reviews and you can just see it on their face. Like you can see the sinking feeling in their stomach on the call. It's one of those moments. It's very cringy. Okay, I don't want to talk about this anymore. What's the next one, Ricky? What else you got for us? Yeah, tell us, make our stomachs drop again. Okay, uh, so this was, I believe, last week uh, I had this call. And we're going through the website. It's the same thing, like great photos. They do 
excellent work. They're actually in the $15 million range. So well-established, yeah. but getting no, no projects through any, whether it's organic paid, they're not getting any leads from their website. Sure. They have the, you know, just pretty standard, like calls to action, like a contact us uh, button just to fill something out. But even with that, they're not getting anything, not ranking for a lot of keywords. And within the past 12 months, they have redone their site twice. So they've invested around $40,000 in 12 months on two new sites. And now they're looking for a third because it doesn't work. And it's worse than what it was two years ago. Um, even has the wrong tagline of from their business. They were like, I have no idea where this developer got this information from but all of the page titles include a tagline that is not at all related to their business. Did it like seem it like it was for a different business or was it like Lorem Ipsum? Yeah. Like no, no, one? it was just like, like, like I, I know, I, I think it was more just made up like uh, um, something like we build homes of traditional and excellent quality or something like that where i mean relevant to home building but he's like i've never heard that before i've never said those words okay so that's two websites well technically three within the span of a year and the third yeah. one still sucked um no yeah so yeah on the third one um originally right like it's like hey i think it can be better like we he was getting web leads between uh -huh. five to ten on a monthly basis and it was like hey i think it can be more like i'm a 15 million dollar design build firm i think that i can take it to 20 my average project size is over a million dollars i just need a couple more projects to do that and uh he you know sought out some services spoke with someone that he's like yeah okay like i can understand why a new website would be important went down that route and then from five to ten leads in a monthly basis that went to zero and he said okay well there's a problem clearly like it's tanked i need to find someone else because they messed something up within this process went to that second redesign same thing happened and so now he's unfortunately at the point where it's a third redesign uh to get it right uh the third time well, I hope he gets it right this time. Sounds like he needs a foundation. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. <laughs> More on that yes, later. <laughs> All right, Ricky, what else you got? Um, targeting the correct city name in the wrong state. <laughs> um, just going through lists of similar or like how many cities in the U.S. have the same name. Hundreds. Yeah. Um, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. Like I know there's a Cleveland, Tennessee. I'm sure most people see it when they start typing in that city that they live in and it'll pop up with somewhere that they don't live. Um, but three separate people that I've spoken with that after checking, like, okay, let's see what sort of keywords are they ranking for? Um, they rank for like, let's say Portland remodeler, Portland remodeling company, uh, Portland kitchen remodeling, like a lot of great keywords. Um, and it'll say like great Portland, Oregon, um, and then you hop on this call or as you're uncovering it, they're like, well, we're actually in Portland, Maine. And that would explain why we get people calling us from locations that we don't serve. Uh, that's one example, Portland, Oregon, Portland, Maine. Um, 
within the last month, I had someone that uh, was located in Arling Arlington County, Virginia, that gets a lot of traffic or is targeting a lot of keywords in Arlington, Texas, and they actually work with a marketing agency. So they're actively pursuing oh, no. keywords in the wrong state, oh, and they're paying to do that. It's not just like it's not just like oh, it just happened to you know the four keywords that we rank for are in the wrong state. It's like no, we're actively pursuing the wrong keywords. Um, another big one, obviously, Washington D.C. versus Washington State, um, yeah. like the best home builder in Washington, and they're getting Washington D.C. prospects when they're across the country. That's rough. Um, yeah. By the way, kind of a quick digression, but like if you're thinking about keyword research, listeners, this is why long tail keywords are valuable. The longer and more specific your keyword is, the more likely it is to target the user intent that you're looking for. For example, if you have Portland ME keywords, those are going to be more valuable to you than just Portland um, for exactly the reasons we just described. If you don't use Portland ME and you're in Maine, um, you might be getting a lot of leads from Oregon, for example. Ricky, what's number four? Four. Um, so this is, I've seen this like three or four times uh, this year. And that's, uh, we had whoever, right? Like maybe it's an old friend, it's a neighbor, it's a business that's no longer functioning. They created my website and now I'm locked out of it. And I have, right? I have no way to get to it. Can't get to like the WordPress version of it. What do I do? Right. Or can you guys just work within that? Can you solve that for me? I've already invested however much money into it and I just need it back. Huh? <laughs> I was expecting that sound bite to have like a second part, but huh? okay. Yeah. That's also pretty awful. Um, how many that's more like do we have? Yeah, we'll get ahead. stuff like that too, where uh, once they're hitting like the delivery team, where we're asking for logins to accounts, and it's almost always like the Instagram account that their niece runs, and they don't yep. have access to the login, and it takes us and it's not months linked to, to Facebook. Yep. Right? Yeah. So we hear we hear horror stories like that on our end too. Yeah. Um. <sighs> It's unfortunate, but people who are on social media in any way should honestly treat their Facebook login like it's their social security number. Like, you just got to know. You got to always know. If you lose it, you might really get screwed. And we've seen it. You've seen it multiple times. Um, not to mention lack of Facebook information will screw over your Instagram and vice versa. But again, I digress. Isn't it just so fun how now in marketing, there are so many ways to do things wrong. <laughs> like, give us one more way, Ricky. Yeah, I here are two generic ones um, because I've seen it a couple of different ways. Any company that has a locationally titled business name. So that's like front, back, east, west, anything that's tied to location, oftentimes they target keywords that are only related to the location, right? So like, say it's like front street builders or like front builders, it'll be like additions on front of home, 
uh, front of home kitchen edition. Like it's all relevant to just location rather than just like the project as a whole, right? Like all of the, you're not releasing a lot of content. You're not blogging the way that you structured your pages. You only have like gallery pages that are all located or all tied to um, your name. So whether that's like, that's just a front, for example, front building, all of your keywords just relate to information on the front of buildings and nothing related to like remodeling or what you do specifically. Uh, not, knowing that, <laughs> not, not knowing that is, uh, is something that I see quite a bit. Um, other pretty general ones, like really bad blogging. Um, you see this with, again, like SEO companies and they manage all my blogs. How do they come up with the titles? I don't know. They don't really tell me. They just kind of post it to the site. Um, to be honest, I don't even really check the blogs, right? Okay, well, we're going to check that today. And then you just pop around to a couple of blogs and it's like, okay, so a couple months ago you wrote, and this is these are real blogs. Um, where was it? Why summer is the best time to remodel your home. Less than six months later, they had why winter is the best time to remodel your home. So those might be good blogs, but if someone is going to your site, like that is just, it's illogical, right? Like it just doesn't make sense if someone were to find that and read both of those articles. Um, Gosh, Matt, I got, I have a great idea for blueprint content. Why January is the best time to remodel your home. Why February is the best time to remodel your home. Yeah. Um, uh, I spoke with the builder in Tennessee and all of his blogs were all the same thing so it was building your blank city custom home 10 reasons to build a custom home in blank city five reasons a custom home in blank city is the best right and so reading through all of them again doesn't make sense makes it seem like a five-year-old put this all together um all of the photos on your site looks like they were taken on a potato. Like that's super common. Like where did you mm. like stock photos would be better. Um, let's see. Um, and the non-industry specific marketing agencies are another big one. Um, ah, had a call last month, another big design build firm, 20 million. They're investing over $200,000 a year on their digital marketing. They're only getting digital leads that are calling them about gutter replacement and siding replacement because the marketing agency that they're working with is like well within the residential construction industry those are the most searched for terms are siding related stuff gutters windows has nothing to do with what they actually do they're just like well the most important thing is traffic but they're not focused on the actual strategy behind getting the right people to the site right yeah. Um, How many more you got, Ricky? I'm inspired. I have a, a couple that I thought of. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll leave it with uh, just one more. Um, this is one that Danielle knows. Um, we thought that when we first went to their site that maybe something was wrong um, because it took over a full minute for the site to load. And uh, with speed tests, they're like, well, the person that we're working with is telling us it's, you know, under a second, but they had tools in place to uh, essentially like cook the numbers in terms of how quickly that site loads. Uh, and really it's, it was over a minute. I don't know what, what, it, what it ended up actually being. I think it was like close to five, 
Danny, I don't know if you if you remember yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I remember I think it took for me like five minutes, for you like one minute. We were comparing just like on Loom together. Um, yeah, so what that was, or at least my understanding of doing some digging, was basically they had like a blank splash page with like lazy load type coding in it. So it was like that blank splash page would load. And then I would take like a full minute for the rest of the website to actually show up. And I think the main difference was it was like one minute on desktop and like five minutes on mobile or so. Mm -hmm. It was it was awful. But if you just tried to run the report and show the client that, it looked like it was loading in under a second. They had an A score and we were like, no, just look at this, like load it on your own, time it. Tell me if that's under a second. Okay, look, if you're listening to this, guys, just look at your website every once in a while, you know, just log in every once in a blue moon, you might catch something. This is a good indication of that. That pisses me off. How does it even take that long? Mm -hmm. Like, did they put a Lord of the Rings movie in the code somewhere? Like, <laughs> why would it even take that long? to A gigabyte an image. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Ricky, I my stomach hurts. What else you got? Um, one more big one that I do want to touch on because when we really get into the when we start getting into the weeds on what are you doing, right? Like if you think about all of the things that should be going on in terms of content on your website, blogging is is important. And uh, occasionally you'll get someone, and it's more frequently than I would have originally thought. Um, you'll have maybe it's an owner or someone that's familiar within the construction industry and just that process. And they'll say like, yeah, we blog like, okay, what do you, what are we blogging about? When you, you go into a couple of those titles and it'll say something like, um, like I wrote it down, um, like the difference on Schluter versus OD uh, shower systems and what you should use within your shower. So hyper-specific within one niche aspect of a bathroom remodel that I don't think a single homeowner cares about. So no one's actually going to be researching that. And I don't really think anyone even cares. Um, and so you're spending time doing it and you're just talking about the wrong thing and it's way too focused. Yeah, hey, realistically, that's why, that's why you're choosing a design builder modeler to do all that planning for you and right. to tell you what you should do. I don't think a, an average homeowner would even know how to research that. I don't. I wouldn't have known to look those things up. I'd just be like, someone please help. Bathroom contractor near me. Yeah. By the way, here's a quick one that Danny, you just made me think of. Near me, not actually a keyword that you should use like on your website. Just, just so you know. Um, there's no way to do that. That actually makes sense. That's one I've seen, though. That's why I mention it. Mm. Okay. Ricky, I want a turn. Can I take a turn? Oh, yeah. Okay, I have a few. I've probably only seen maybe like a tenth the amount of websites that you have. But I still have some scary ones. Um, there have been a few that we've seen that we were able to figure out that all of the content was AI generated. Um this is mostly looking at like competitor websites and stuff, thankfully. Um, but yeah, that's a fun one. Um, having zero 
project images and all stock images. If you're listening, you should know that it's pretty easy to do a reverse Google image search and find out where else on the internet an image is. It's pretty We've easy. We've all seen catfish. Read. We know this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this has been something that people have been able to do for a while. Uh, catfish, mm -hmm. I mean, that's been out since, I don't know, 2008 or something. Since I was in high school. Okay, plagiarized content. That's easily provable. And we have we have found, I think I've seen two personally, where verbatim there was like entire pages that were copied and pasted from a competitor's website. And they thought they could get away with that. How'd that get in there? So, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, I have also seen this, Mal, and this was with two of our clients. Like, they both ended up popping hot, if you will, for having plagiarism of one another's. And we figured out it was the previous agency that they were working with was just reusing oh, content man. that was oh, so course. close and the two clients didn't know they both ended up leaving that agency coming to us and we caught it and this is yeah this happened both once. of their websites have been dinged this happened one time on a call someone that i was talking to it was like we're doing a new website we're actively we're in the process of building this website sweet do you know what that's gonna look like yeah we do uh go to this website and i'd start typing in the name of this website and it was our client crazy wait i'm sorry i'm this not i don't think i'm understanding yeah. what go web designer is copying one of our clients website oh. designs <laughs> okay well that's very flattering isn't it's a it? compliment yeah ricky like <laughs> yeah. a foundation or just a website of one of our clients um not, not a foundation, foundation but a custom build right uh we helped build yeah it's a web uh hubspot website theme that we helped set up yeah okay but pre-foundation which is mm -hmm. which did not exist until 2023 right okay yeah thank you um i have another freaky one um wait no i have two more uh we have one yeah. where we I have one. it was it was so confusing to find out that this was the case but um they had two distinct websites the same company had two websites and there were parts of those websites that were linking to each other and the client didn't know that they had two websites. Um, and it wasn't, honestly, I don't even blame them. It wasn't their fault. They they didn't really, it was hard for us to figure that out. Um, but yeah, that's another fun one. Um, if you get a new website, make sure that it's actually like on your existing URL um, or else you'll run into something like that. And then here's my weirdest one. This is from the early days when I was just a baby at Builder Funnel. Uh, we had a new client that, um, just in brief, you should know that a way to build up the domain of your website is by having high quality backlinks. There's a lot of different ways to do that. One really good way that we count on is by building good enough content that you are being linked to from other reputable sources, therefore building your domain authority. Other ways that people try to do it are by purchasing backlinks 
And often you don't actually know where those backlinks are coming from. And that matters. You should know that just a backlink is not worth a good amount. It's having a backlink from a reputable source. So we determined that a lot of these people's leads or rather their traffic uh, was coming from Asia. Uh, they don't work in Asia, they work in America. Um, and we were able to found, find out it's because they had been working with a company who was giving them backlinks. And all of the backlinks were from like these websites that sell like off-brand Viagra and like stuff like that. Like it was that kind of thing. Like it's one of those websites that just like Viagra, 95% off, like stuff like that. <laughs> multiple of these websites, thousands of links from these websites that they paid for. And it took us months to clean it up and get rid of those backlinks. It was a nightmare. Um, is this a client that we still have? Is this what I'm thinking of? Don't say it yep. out loud. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Forgot Which makes me that. really happy. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy <laughs> at the way that we turn that around. You know, mm -hmm. like those guys mm -hmm. are in a pretty good place right now. Yeah. Okay. That's all I've got. Ricky, Danielle, do you guys have any more? I have, yeah, I have a quick one. I will refrain from saying competitor names. Um, I recently was talking to one of our, a blueprint client who decided to implement with us and meaning he started with the strategy package and then decided this is too much work. Can your team do it instead of mine? And of course we said, yes, happy to help. And so I was looking at some of the reports he was receiving from a previous agency that he was working with and he was walking me through what the reports mean and for example like one section the seo section was here are the seven keywords we're tracking for you and whether they had gone up or down and that was it there are seven keywords that this marketing agency has been targeting for however many years they've been engaged with this client i think three or four years now this client had no idea that there are like, there's more to that than SEO and to content planning and that you could potentially be ranking for other keywords or that there might be other keywords you want to target. So I pulled up Ahrefs and showed him like, hi, your search has not increased. You have not increased organic traffic. These seven keywords are ranking better. Um, but in context, look at your competitors. They're still barely ranking. They're not on the first page of Google just because they're going up month over month. Um, yeah, seven keywords. And just for context for our listeners out there, most of our clients are ranking for thousands. And that is not an exaggeration. Must have been some banging keywords. Um, it makes me think it this like, is so random. It makes me think modeling. of that. It was like the standard, like, you know what I mean? And not even with a location. Not, it was just like kitchen remodeling bathroom remodeling it wasn't even like <laughs> in the location that they're in no name no company you know what i mean like i was like okay wow cool so a few more people are searching for bathroom remodeling and finding you people on the maybe from anywhere like, on the other side of the country yeah yeah uh, it makes me think of um this is random but that scene in the pursuit of happiness where the guy interviewing will smith is like what what if someone walked in here and was not wearing a shirt? Well, they must have had to be wearing some really nice pants. 
Matt, you can cut that out. That was dumb Bruh. as hell. But that's 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 what I think Keep of when in, I man. think of only targeting seven keywords. Will Smith, like, man, they better us. be some amazing keywords. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. And it's kind of funny, like Ricky was pointing out. Then you go and you look at the blogs, and I'm like, fascinating. So why do you think they wrote the blog topic like? why you should have LED lighting under your kitchen cabinets. Like, how did that serve you? Are, you're going for million dollar projects and you're writing about like a $500 project. Okay. I do have one last one because it, it happened today. Um, <laughs> today, well. <laughs> it happened today. Um, so we had already uncovered that there are no calls to action at all on the website. So. If someone finds you, let's say it's 11 o'clock at night, there's no form to fill out. There's no way that they can get in contact with you. But today I was like, okay, I got to get a hold of one of these owners. I don't have his number. Went to the site to find the phone number. They don't even have their phone number on the site either. So even if they had, no matter what or how many people they have coming to their site, they can't even get people to call them because no information is even listed in terms of how to get a hold of them, which I thought was crazy. Did they just have their address with like a showroom? Like what? No address. So in other Not words, like their website do. was doing nothing. Yeah. Just being there. I'm still letting you know that <laughs> they exist. <laughs> kind of. We exist. Mm -hmm. Don't talk to us. Hmm. Okay. Have Have we had enough? I have one more. Okay. We're on a roll yeah. now. Um, I'll stop after this. Uh, we had a client who came to us from also a competitor, um, an adjacent competitor, not a marketing agency. And when they had left that other company, that other service, that service had built them a custom website that our client was using, canceled that contract, came to work with us. This other service came after them threatened to sue them because that was their custom designed website that um, it was proprietary. They technically this. own the design. So our client had to change his website um, and or be sued for that design to own the rights to that design, essentially. So Builder Funnel doing the right thing. We built him a website for free. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Another thing for the listeners is just like generally, if you feel like your agency is gatekeeping your own information from you, it's probably a little bit of a red flag. Like dig into yeah. that a little yeah. more. Own your right. Own like website. it would be absolutely crazy if whoever was managing your website charged you for organic leads that you got. For any lead that you get generated but from your website, you have to pay for it, right? But it, imagine yeah. there's imagine, some pretty big sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say i mean i was more a dog whistle for anyone uh you know that uses house right or some of those like oh it's easy <laughs> i can set it up for free but i have to pay for every single project that i get from it mm -hmm. stupid angie's list i was gonna say that this situation with the website like imagine if you bought a custom home and then you found out when trying to sell that home that you didn't actually have the deed to that home. The people mm -hmm. who built mm -hmm. it did or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I've had enough. I feel sick. Maybe we'll do a follow-up episode <laughs> with even more of these because I feel like we could go on all day. 
but Ricky, I want you to, now that we've horrified everyone who's listening to this podcast, why don't we try to help them in some way? Um, I feel like we have a few solutions, and there's one in particular that I think can solve pretty much any of the issues that we've discussed here today. Heck yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah, that'd be our foundation, our website. And uh, I guess for anyone in design build, here's a good analogy when you're thinking of getting a new site. You have design in-house, you have build in-house. And I'm sure you get that occasional call from someone that says, hey, I worked with a designer and they designed me a kitchen that they said is going to cost $80,000. And then you take a look at the drawings and you're like, materials alone are going to cost $150,000. I want nothing to do with this project. And if you're thinking about websites, that's essentially what web developers do. They'll do whatever you want them to do. You want some cool graphic coming in and some crazy videos. Sweet. They'll throw it on there. But end of the day, they really don't care about anything else other than what a designer would care about, which is just design. And they'll do anything. And they're not focused on SEO. And what makes our foundation different is that after 12 years of improving, optimizing, testing, and driving real performance with remodelers and custom builder websites, our team has put together the absolute best of the best when it comes to what your business really needs on your website. Really, I mean, if you're boiling it down to five things, it's speed, fast sites rank in Google, SEO, right? And like I said, most web designers don't know SEO, so you won't get left with a pretty site that doesn't know or that isn't ranking for any keywords uh, or have that built-in SEO. Imagery, content, and conversion, right? I mean, if you're thinking about average, average websites, they're converting at less than a percent. And really thinking of just the traffic that you have, if you were to boost that conversion rate, you don't even need more traffic. You'll get more leads, more projects just by improving conversion, let alone the four other things that I just mentioned. So if you're thinking about doing a website, definitely consider the foundation. Right. How... Okay, okay, I was wondering when the hell that would end. Um, Don't curse. Just so you know, if you want to talk to Builder Funnel, this is the guy that you will be talking to, the guy that you're listening to right now. He's a cool guy. He has a dope mustache. Um, come to our website, talk to Ricky, see how we can help you out. And if you have the stomach for it, see if we can find out what horrifying things uh, has been going on with your marketing. Matt, cue the music for me, please. That's it. Thank you for listening. I really enjoyed this episode. I feel like we have to have a follow-up or something. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to go throw up. Because these things make me sick. Leave a comment if you think any of Mal's jokes landed this episode. Thanks.